0: Everybody, welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining us is my good pal, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What's up, brother?
1: Well, like I told you earlier, you're, I'm doing a little heavy lifting. I'm like, you're taking a drink. I can, I can hear
0: it. Taking a drink. Well,
1: just, um, I just started. I haven't been drinking <laughs> all night, so you don't have to worry about Lies. that. Lies.
0: Whatever, <laughs> the, the,
1: the, the beer is called Heavy Lifting. So uh, I'm not actually like not code word.
0: <laughs> very nice, very very <laughs> nice. I gotta tell you though, I am I am absolutely 100% psyched for tonight's yeah. show, today's show. Like I am absolutely psyched because we're, we're making history right now with you. Correct.
1: Yeah, if you want to call it history, I, no, mean, I have history. never had a psychic greeting before. I'm excited. I am open to it. Hopefully, it works out. <laughs> I, I am super uh, stoked. I'm a little afraid. I'm, I am looking at them on screen right now. I am a little afraid that they <laughs> are going to tell me I'm like the spawn of evil or something.
0: <laughs> I don't know if anybody would be like shocked by that though. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! But yes, joining us we have Eric Earl and Bert Allen, the uh, two guys in the know. They are a Minnesota-based company. Uh, they provide professional psychic medium spiritual healing services. Um, Eric and Bert um, use their psychic toolboxes uh, to provide you with unique, multi perspective messages that will enhance and deepen your connection. With your higher self, spirit guides, angels, and loved ones that have passed on. So, guys, welcome, uh, welcome to the ectoplasm show.
2: Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you for having us.
0: So, I gotta, I gotta, I am absolutely infatuated with psychic abilities, you know. And I think, I think we've all had that one moment where you're like thinking about like a song or something of that nature, and. You hop into your car and you turn on the radio and that song's just playing right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, is that anything psychic or is that just me, you know, being crazy? <laughs> uh,
3: yes. <yeah. laughs> Nobody's ever asked it that way. I like that. That's a really good example. It's a little of both.
0: Yeah. It could be a lot of both. Yeah, One of
3: the things that Bert and I believe is, you know, having psychic abilities is unique. Everyone has them. You just may not.
1: I kind of agree with you on that.
2: Yeah, and we and we talk to our students a lot about it. It's, it's almost like interpreting or learning a language, um, either learning a language or learning a musical instrument. And so, you know, when we're teaching our students, just to start out, you know, you're not going to pick up a violin and play a concerto. You're going to start slowly and start to listen to the messages. So. Yeah, we believe everybody is psychic to a greater or lesser degree, um, and so as you were saying, you know, were you crazy or were you psychic? It's probably a little bit of both. Um, <laughs> that psychic is is starting. They're trying to get your attention and say, "Hey, we want to we want to talk to you. We want to listen to you," because psychic information comes from outside of you.
3: I'll be honest; it still blows my mind when that happens on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> I knew I was good, but not that good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, like you said, you know it, it comes from outside of us, right? Um, these these messages, these uh, I don't know what you want to call it, uh, these sensations. Um, now, describe if you if you can, if you can put it into words somehow. Um, the process, your process of receiving information and then relaying that information to a client
3: yeah absolutely i'm gonna let Bert take this because he has a very defined process and frankly i'm just a hot mess and i just kind of do it so <laughs> it.
0: Oh,
2: you're talented. <laughs> <laughs> so hey okay. How it works basically is um, psychics tend to get their information in a couple different ways. Usually, they will either see pictures um, or they'll they'll get messages. So they'll hear. Um, Sometimes they'll they'll the pictures that they see might be symbols. Sometimes the sayings that they they receive um, might be meaningful to them. But not. and so then you you have to do some translating in that process. So a perfect example of this is we'll, we'll be doing a reading and Eric will get something about Disney World, and so he has to decide. You know, the information that he's getting, um, you know, from those outside sources, are they telling him that that person should go to Disney World, or are they should they take a really fun vacation to their? Very, favorite place because that's eric's favorite place sure so so that's that's where it's not a perfect science and people are like oh well you should know exactly humans communicate we can say the exact same thing to you and and you know you'll leave and and have you know two different messages and so that's the nature of communication
0: that's very cool it's very very interesting stuff Uh, Yes.
2: Yeah, it really is. And so how I get information is I primarily get information through pictures and through hearing things. And literally, the hearing part is just like a thought. Um, You know, I'll just hear thoughts. And I'll just know, I've just learned which ones are my thoughts and which ones are someone else's. Um, You know, Eric would say I'm crazy, so it doesn't matter again. I hear multiple voices anyways. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Even before this. Yeah, exactly. um,
2: but the other piece is I'll just get pictures um, and tuning into that the the energy. So basically how it works is a client sits down in front of us, and we tune into their energy. Um, and um, Eric and I work from the premise that we only provide people with information that will serve their highest good. Oh, that's and so. Yep, we're not interested in getting information that isn't going to help you in your life. Right. Um, the other pieces, we believe very strongly that your soul isn't going to, to allow us to see any information that you don't need to know. Um, and so when we give readings, we tell you pretty specifically, I'm seeing this or I'm hearing this. And the nice part with having the two of us is then you can take that information and Kind of decide for yourself, hey, yep, this is something that works for me or no, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And, and we really believe strongly not in, um, we're not trying to convince anyone. We're just giving them what we're getting. And if it works, it works. And if it's not, then it's entertaining.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> and I, honestly, though, honestly, I think, you know, if if they're coming to you uh, as a client anyway, I mean, there's got to be some level of, of belief there, to begin with, doesn't there?
3: Uh, you know, you'd be surprised by that. Not Really? Um, especially when we work expos. So when we have a, <laughs> a, a lot of times where people decide, okay, I'm going to dip my toe in the water, I still think this is <laughs> uh, And you know, to be honest, that's exactly what I did. So sure. <laughs> um, sure. I completely understand that. Um, we just ask if they have an open mind. You don't have to believe in it. You don't have to do anything because that's not my job or that's not Birch's job to prove mm-hmm. it. It's just be open, and if anything, have fun with us because I guarantee you're gonna have fun with us.
2: Because
3: exactly. I, when I'm in the mode, the one liners don't stop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, that's good. Now, Jason, um, so, do you have a few questions? I have for a him? question.
1: I do. Um, do you believe it's possible to block someone to block your abilities? I'm not saying that I'm not gonna try this, but I, I in the. <laughs> I, I, I'm i not going to try this, but in the past I did block somebody's ability to read another person that was in the room with me.
3: You know, that's a tough one. Um, I'll take it from a little different perspective because we do have people that will come to us. Oh, nobody can read me. You're not going to be able to read me because they say they put that block out. Um, I'm a stubborn Gemini. Let me tell you, you put a block in front of me, I'm going to knock it down, stomp it down, blow the damn thing up. So, um, <laughs> Do I think that there are definitely things that people can do to hinder that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because the reality is it's everything is energy. And you can also, you know, as energy passes, you can also put things in, in its way to block it. Um, I've never had something where I have been completely shut down or, and not been able to read someone. Um, and that comes with practice. So that's not something that... I, so, I, I don't
1: know that what that you're thing. saying is if this person that I was, that I may have been blocking was persistent enough, he probably would, or she actually probably would have been able to get around it.
3: Yeah. You know, and the other thing is, you know, uh, this is, this is going to sound like you know, arrogant, I don't mean it to sound that way, but some people just play into that a lot too, that, oh, well, there's an excuse for me, I'm having trouble, because there are certain people that I just don't get the messages that they want, you know, we're not the right people for everybody, and so that becomes, for some, a crutch, well, you're blocked, or I'm blocked, and those kind of things, and we've seen that happen at expos. Um, where they've done that. so I mean it, it's one of those yes, but I'd put an asterisk by it because I, I think that there's a little more to it than just someone block.
1: So do uh, reading from a distance or but you offer readings through email where you don't even physically not physically but audibly talk to right. the person. Yeah. How does that process work that you're far away does it is it any different than being in the room with somebody?
3: It's really not.
1: Um, I'm
3: not going to say it's not harder for us um, because it absolutely is a more difficult reading for us. But I like it because I'm challenged. Um, but it's the same kind of thing. When we ask for that energy to come forward, You know, we, we know who we're reading. We know uh, some very basic information about them. And that's really all we need to do to ask for that energy to come forward. And the biggest thing is we just have to trust. We have to trust what we're getting is what we're supposed to get.
2: So Um, we're, so we're not letting our mind get in there and say, well, that doesn't make sense. Why would you ever say something like that? You know? It, and so we try just to give the messages exactly as we're receiving them because who we're connecting with, the energy that we're connecting with around people, we're connecting with your energy. we're also connecting with spirit guides that are around you. Um, so and spirit guides tests are just your best friends on the other side. So they, they're souls that decided, hey, we will be with you on this journey we're going to stick over here on the other side and and hang out and kind of give you a push when you need a push. Um, And so we'll connect with their energy and then we'll also connect with the energy of angels that are around you. So, And everyone's born with, um, for sure, a birth angel or a guardian angel. um, And then they usually have lots of other angels too. That's where we're primarily getting the information. So when I say, you know, What they're telling me is, you know, that's usually coming from, you know, a spirit guide or an angel. Um, If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it does. Um, So I have another question. Other than the healing aspect that you have, Bert, do you guys, is your process different between you guys? Do you guys have, do you guys do the same uh, practice it the same way or do you have different things that are your own?
3: No, our processes are very different, actually. uh, Our gifts, while they're very similar in in what we get, the process that we get them, um, about how he sees pictures, that's called being clairvoyant. And he also hears things, that's called being clairaudient. Um, I don't get any of that. I am what is called a claircognizant. I just get information and I know it. I can't tell you how I know it. I can't tell you where it came from. Um When I am doing a reading, because I know it's important for people to have that stuff, a lot of times I will then ask that that information come to me in a different way. So show me a picture, tell me, tell me more that way. But my initial thing always just comes to me as it's just there, um, and it's it's hard to explain that way. It's uh,
0: that's where that kind of in the know thing, I just know. No, I mean, um, both of you guys, you you found this out, that you had these abilities when you were fairly young, correct?
3: Yeah. Um, I remember really my first memory of it when I, is when I was about three years old, and I used to see uh, a dead soldier in my grandparents' basement. Um, they live in a, in a small town in southwest Missouri, right on the Missouri-Kansas border, and uh, Civil War was a big deal there, and I have seen this little man since... I was about three and uh, brought it to my grandma's attention. And I remember her telling me, oh, he won't hurt you. And that's all she ever said about it. So (laughs) I assumed assumed everybody saw this guy. So it's like, oh, this isn't anything special. Everybody sees this.
0: Now, what was it like for you guys? I mean, was it a hard process? Uh, Not to get too personal or anything like that, but I mean, was it hard? You know, growing up and realizing then that, okay, not all of my buddies are seeing the exact same types of things or getting this information that I'm getting and why you know was that was that difficult for you guys
2: um for me too I guess I didn't really think that I just thought everybody saw dead people Mm -hmm. Um, so I never really talked much about it um in fact I don't ever remember really saying anything about it um for me it it became clearer um the older I got. Um we took Eric and I took a beginning psychic development class kind of on a whim um one weekend. There were some psychics we had been going to for years and, and we go to these readings and they'd be like, Oh, you're psychic and we're like, Yeah, you're crazy. And, <laughs> yeah. and and they'd say to me, you know, you're a healer and I'd be like, What the hell does that mean? <laughs> Uh, you know Um, and so we'd go you know year after year whatever and finally they were offering this class and we were like okay well let's sign up let's take the class so we started to take we took the class and we started learning some things and we were like oh that's what we've been doing yeah yeah (laughs) That's psychic. Yeah, we didn't know that. Yeah. It's not magic. I think oh, I think wow. Bert and
3: I both had the assumption that when you came out of the psychic closet, that meant you had to put a neon sign, in your- <laughs> and you know, and that it, it turned out that really wasn't it. You know, for me, there were times it was difficult growing up, mainly because I didn't understand what it was. Um, I had a lot of premonitions as a kid, and I never understood what they were. Um, but mine always involved plane crashes, so I always knew about plane crashes days before they happened, and um, I, 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 you know, it freaked me out. So I never talked about it. I never told anybody. I just would constantly be watching the news. Okay, when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? And it always did. Wow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, at least you will know not to get on a certain plane.
3: <laughs> oh, absolutely. And I don't think we would ever question me if I say, okay, we need to get off this plane. <laughs> it's not one minute. No.
0: I think my next trip, I might just give you a call first. <laughs> 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 just to make sure. <laughs> uh, so, now, when you guys said that uh, you started going to those classes and things of that nature, is that really kind of what started to fuel your passion? Uh, what then, you know, you you decided to, to turn it into a, you know, a profession, you know, is that, is that kind of the turning point for both of you?
3: Yes and no. <laughs> um,
2: there's a good story here. There is a good story <laughs> here.
3: Um, the class was fun for me It develop my party tricks even better. I still was having fun. I didn't want to, I had no desire to ever do this professionally. Um, I don't really think Bert did. I mean, is that fair to say?
2: Yeah, yeah, I I don't think think either one of
3: us had any visions of doing this professionally, God forbid coming out of that closet too much with uh, (laughs) what I do, do. Um, however, sometimes you just get the the spiritual kick in the butt that you need, and you have to do it. Um, At the time that we took this class, I was working a job that I absolutely loved. It was my dream job. I would have told you that I would have been there until I retire. I loved my job that much. And uh, I ended up getting laid off, and I went through the whole "I'm I'm going to feel sorry for myself and enjoy my unemployment for a little bit." Sure. And uh, um, finally decided when I realized, "Oh crap! If I don't get a job soon, we aren't going to be able to pay our bills." Uh, yeah. That it was time to do something, and I, you know, put my resume out, started getting, you know, my contacts out there, and nothing was happening. Nothing was happening. Uh, we had kept in contact with the group that we took the classroom pretty consistently and I was just mentioning that I was really struggling in the job hunt and she's like well you gotta you gotta manifest you gotta put it out there what it is that you want in your job and and really ask for it and trust that you're gonna get it so I'm like "All right, this sounds like total BS but hey I'll do it why not Um, so I I did this and as I'm doing this I hear this loud booming voice in my ear you can't get a job until you do what you're supposed to and I'm like well what what the hell does that mean <laughs> and literally as as I asked what in the hell does that mean I closed my eyes and there's the big neon sign with the psychic in there and I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like you've got to be kidding me So literally I called Bert and I said um, hey we, we started a company today um, <laughs> I filed it and we have to do this because I can't get a job until I'm told you know and this is all in the span of, like, a four-hour thing. I call him at work, and thank God he's so easygoing, because <laughs> he'd have done that to me, I'd have probably lost it. But he was just totally... Okay, I would <laughs> Like, how do you do that? You know? um, and, and that's really how it started, but it still was never going to be a big... It was going to be a fun thing. This is all going to be about fun. We'll do a few shows, and it was a great tax write-off. So I'm like, why not? Well... It's turned into a little bit more than that, but uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't change it. It was an awesome. It's been an awesome experience, an awesome road to travel.
1: That's
0: very, very cool stuff. Just... Now, Jason, I, I I wanted to see if you guys, Jason, has never had a uh, a reading before.
3: Fresh meat,
0: right? <laughs> 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 now, me myself, you know, I've w- I've always been. Fairly guarded, and I think you guys could agree with me on this. Um, you know, um, there's a lot of people out there um, that claim to to have psychic abilities that just simply don't. And I think you know they're they're in this for the the wrong reasons. You know, they're in maybe to make a quick buck, whatever you want to call it. Um, um, so I I've been very guarded, you know, sure. but I had a very profound experience. You know, my first reading. And I mean, I was I was pretty much hooked from that from that point on. Um, it was absolutely phenomenal to me. Um, very personal. And I mean, it was, it was amazing. Um, so I, I was telling Jason, I'm like, you, you just have to, you know, if you if these guys are willing to do it, you know, would you do that for him? Nice. And I mean, I, it would be it would be very, very cool to see this happen.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's just to reiterate what we said earlier, we're not going to give you anything scary to dark or, you know, that's just not how we work. We've got enough negativity in our lives every day. So
0: so Jason is not the spawn of Satan.
1: Well, <laughs> they can't tell us is the thing. <laughs> okay, okay. To, to be fair. <laughs>
3: Um, you know, and that's, you know, one thing I'll just I'll just add. So one of the things that we come to our truth in this is we don't believe in hell. We don't believe in devil within the devil. We don't believe in that stuff. I've never once encountered it. There are a lot of psychics that love to play that that darkness and negativity thing, and uh, I don't need to put on a show for you. That's that's not thing that that we will ever do and we've never encountered it i will never say that it will never happen but at this point it's never happened um
2: it's lower vibration
3: absolutely we do believe in light and dark so Mm -hmm. there are darker energy but that just because an energy is dark doesn't make it evil and that's some i think a lot of us you know watching the tv shows watching you know any of that stuff we we tend to constantly think oh it's demonic it's going to hurt me and it's like well no not really it may just be the <laughs> guy that's,
1: that's screwing with you you know so. <laughs> yeah, so Josh and I are on this on the same page as you guys on this there's way too much focus on the negative side of things and everybody wants it to be scary because they they think that that's provocative
3: right. yeah, absolutely absolutely
1: at, at least when it comes to the, the entities them or whatever or the spirits um demon the word demon or evil sells in yeah. this field, so Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. It's like in uh Jurassic World where they say the dinosaur has to be toothier. You know, it's the same type of scenario. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, Jason, are you, are you
1: ready for this, man? Are you? Are you- I, I am ready whenever they are.
0: <laughs>
1: I am stoked for this.
3: Yeah, this will be fun. So, Jason, I can tell you're nervous. So well, I'm just going to – I just do this with anybody on their first reading. I'm like, I want you just to close your eyes, visualize your happy spot, and just take a nice deep <laughs> breath. All right. And it just kind of just helps calm your energy. Nervous energy is easy. We can definitely read it, but it helps if we just calm you a little
2: bit. So how we work with the two of us, and um, this is a little bit different than if you just go to one psychic, is um, we will just stop in the reading. And so it actually ends up almost being a conversation. So we use the phrase, and you guys mentioned it when you introduced us, just multi-perspective. So think of it like, um, you know, you know, a can of Diet Coke. One side of the can has the label, and so it has, you know, the Diet, Diet Coke written on it. If you look at the back side of the can, it has nutritional information. It's the same can of Coke, but it has different sides to it. Eric might be getting information, and he's describing to you the label. He's saying, you know, it's Diet Coke. Here are the colors, and I'm getting the nutritional information. <laughs> Calories and and you're like, okay, that makes no sense. Like, how do those two even relate to each other? That's where the multi-perspective piece comes in. And so for you, um, kind of just taking the information and putting it together. Um, you know, it might not make sense to us, but it doesn't have to make sense to us. It just has to make sense to you. Does that make sense?
1: Yes, it does.
2: Okay, we just want to always make sure people understand kind of how it works. Okay. All right. So we'll, we're just going to tune into your energy here. And like I mentioned earlier, we get our information primarily from angels and spirit guides that are around you. Um, are you open if somebody has passed that's on the other side that wants to connect with you? Or are you open to that?
1: Yes, absolutely.
2: Okay. Um, you notice we always come out of a place of respect. So if you would have said, nope, I'm not interested in that, we would have asked them kindly to away (laughs) if that would have been the case alright so Jason
3: I'll just ask you is there any particular area of your life you want either Bird eye to focus on or do you have a question you want answered
1: I don't know if I have a particular question that I can think of right at the moment
2: Okay.
3: no problem no problem
2: all right so right now what we're doing is we're just getting trying to connect in with your energy focus in on on what information is coming forward and kind of translate that um okay what what i'm hearing is that there are two two different parts of your life that are really in transition um it feels like one has to do like with relationships, so with people. One has to do more with kind of where it is that you want to go and what you want to do. So your passion in life. Um, so, so it feels like there, and when I say transition, it feels like almost like evolving to the next place. Um, you know what you want, you're still a little afraid to kind of jump in and just do it. Um, okay, they just corrected me. They said, you're doing that more with the career part than you are with the relationship part. And when I say relationship, I don't know that it's a, a romantic relationship. They just keep saying relationship. So that's your information, not my information. doesn't matter to me what relationship it is. It only matters to you. Um does that make sense with those two pieces?
1: Actually, it does.
2: Okay. Because we always want to check in because if we start going down this road and you're like, that makes no sense. Well, then we just stop and we say, okay, this isn't working. Go down a different road. All right. Um, is there one of the two pieces that you want some more information on? Either your career piece or the relationship piece?
1: Actually, both if you could.
2: Okay. All right. Let me see what I can get. Jason, I, um, I pulled some cards. And I, and
3: I pull cards sometimes when I'm getting bombarded with information and I can't quite figure out who's telling me what and that's not gelling with me. So know that you've got a lot of stuff coming or, coming from your energy. So you had, I had uh, spirit guides coming forward. I had angels coming forward. So you had a lot of your team, as I call them, that was really anxious that, and excited that you were doing this. Um, but they talk a little too fast for me and I'll be honest, I'm dealing with the cold so that makes it even harder <laughs> um, so I did pull some I, I pulled some cards initially um, the first card really popped out, it talks about um, talks about an exciting new endeavor um, I do get that this is related to your career um, do you mind if I ask, what do you do in your professional life?
1: well right now, I work for a utility, but I'm talking with a friend about starting a business.
3: Very cool. That The energy around that feels good. Um, and I'll, I'll continue on with the cards. Um, the next card that I popped out, what these are, and I should explain what they are, they're they're a card deck called Angel Tarot. So they're set up like tarot cards, but uh, they work specifically with your angels. I probably do 90% of my work with angels, um, but does a lot more work with spirit guides. Um so the next card talks about, you know, really coming to a point of peace It talks about getting out of a difficult situation, uh, new gates opening. Um, so what I would say is I, I am feeling when you when you mentioned that you're talking about starting a business, I did feel some doubt creeping in there. That, that, that kind of that ego stuff that says that, oh, I'm not sure I can do this. As you're proceeding through that, make sure that if that stuff comes up, that you're really pushing that aside and you're following your gut. You know, we, we talk about that. We talk about our gut. Your gut is absolutely 100% always right. Um, so make sure that when you're in this in this process of looking to do that, make sure that you're following your gut. Um, the final card, I just pulled three real quick, the final card. um, I like the phrase that's on it. So I'm going to read it. It says, open your heart and mind to those around you, trustworthy and heartful advice. Um, and that, that to me is where, as I talked about some of that stuff creeping into your head, maybe that self doubt, that stuff, that's where I'm hearing is, is, is get someone that you trust to, to kind of mold those things over with so that they're not continuously creeping in and out. Um, I do feel like there is something big and new coming for you. Um, they're telling me it may not actually be this business. It may be something a little bit different, but it's going to be something that really sets you on the path that you're looking
1: to. I do actually have a few different things in the irons in the fires, as they say. Awesome. To that.
2: Okay, here's, here's what I got on the career piece. Um, what they said was, you have a fresh approach to what it is that you're thinking of doing. Um, and so they want to reaffirm for you that that is the case. Um, so in the the piece that's different with you about this is you're very authentic about what it is that you want to do, and that will draw people in. That's what's going to draw people into you. Um they said that you are meant to be a person that bridges worlds. And so what they mean by that is you bridge, like, what they were showing me essentially is like um, earth and the spirit world. You're meant to be the person that bridges worlds. Um, and then what they showed me was um, two past lives of yours where you did this work. Um, they showed me um, you as a Native American um Like spiritual leader and you were helping people transition through the death process and helping their souls transition from one side to the other. Um, The other thing they showed me was um, you were like a it was like the 15th century. I don't know why they said 15th century but that's what they said. Um, And it looked like you were like almost like an apothecary but you were again helping people um, to transition from one place to the other. So I don't know if for you it would be like does that ring true to you have you ever how does that make you feel when when you hear that
1: um i i actually have a lot of spirituality or spiritualistic things in my life that i acknowledge are there and i i do focus on them but maybe i have been thinking that i should more i am an 1111 experiencer i don't know if you've you've uh, heard of that I do over the past couple of years, I do feel like I'm starting to hone into some of my extra senses um, that I never thought were there before, so I don't know about the past lives I've never dreamt about anything like that or or had anybody tell me anything like that, but um I've had. I've had many people tell me that I'm going to be successful in this field, which is close to that.
2: Yeah, I think with the past life thing, I mean um, don't be surprised now if you do start having some dreams. Or mm-hmm. something comes forward. Or or you might have some deja vu moments. Um, you know, it might be a commercial on TV. There's just some little tiny thing and you're like okay that was creepy it made me realize feel like i was back there you know at this period in time so because um, now what we've done is we've kind of opened the door for you to that if it's something that you're interested in and if you're not it's not that big of a deal but for them i think today what they wanted you to make sure you heard that as as an option of helping you to understand yourself <laughs> because you really are talented at helping people go from one place to the other. Um, and in fact, okay, right now, what they said was you would also do a very good job at some point in time down the line, doing some business mentoring of helping people like start a business and then get to the next place. Mm -hmm. So don't be surprised down the road. If that's something you end up doing.
1: Well, I, this this is close to that in the sense that every job that I've ever had I moved up and became a leader and a trainer in that job within months usually yeah. and it was helping the new people come into that specific job and I did it when I was in you know as a scout as a young kid and I run my own paranormal group and I mentor them in a way and I've just always been that person to help the new guy
2: yeah absolutely that's awesome yeah all right. Let me see if I can get some information here, just real quickly, on the relationship piece. Um, what they're saying is the what whatever it is that you're afraid of, um, isn't necessarily a realistic fear. Um, you're <clears throat> creating some of the walls, um, and that's based upon some former experiences that you've had. Um, just In life with people Um, and what they're saying is just to if you want to move past that just acknowledge that this is how you feel and you want to move on Um, it it doesn't necessarily feel feel major but it feels like it's enough where it's holding you back Um, you're putting up some walls you're pretty good at at breaking walls down but then you'll put them back up and you'll break it down and then you'll put it back up and, and that leads to a, a very confusing relationship for whomever it is that you might be with. Um, so you have to just, at some point in time, decide, literally, it is a decision. Okay, I'm not going to follow that pattern anymore. And that's what they're showing me is literally you just decide, nope, I don't want that. And, and it stops. Um, that cycle stops. So I don't know if that makes sense.
1: It does. I don't, I don't want to speak too much about,
2: uh,
1: the relationships. Uh, but I think you are hitting on, on certain things. I definitely do. Um, now I do there, I don't know if you're able to, but there is one person that if there are, uh, what was the word? If there are some of my relatives that have passed on around me could could you tell me about them?
2: Sure. Is there anyone in particular that you want to connect with?
1: Uh, one yeah. of my grandfathers.
2: Okay. All right. And it helps for us just to have names because that's how we connect with energy. So... His
1: name is Max.
2: Okay. All right. Because basically how it works with mediumship is we literally pick up the phone and, and energetically and say, you know, put out a call to Max and see if Max is willing to come forward and talk to us. Um, and just like in real life, you may decide he's going to pick up the phone, or I may decide he's not going to pick up the phone because he's busy, or he doesn't like me. <laughs> and, uh, you'd yeah. be surprised that I mean it's no different than in real life where you're like I like talking to this person but I do not like talking to that person yeah (laughs) a
3: pretty funny story we've got on that we um a couple years ago we're doing a, a gallery style reading where we have a group of people together and we do readings in front of everyone um in kind of a panel format we were working with another friend and one of the one of the attendees asked, um, to "Talk to her brother," and um, we all three of us were like, "Yep, I can feel the energy. We got it coming forward." Uh, but then all of a sudden, Bert and I are getting like this brick wall in front of us. We are there's nothing there anymore. We felt it initially. Um, however, our our friend, you know, a female friend that was with us that was doing this, she's getting like hit on by this guy. Like she's and and. <laughs> Audience it was like, "Yep, that's my brother." I knew he wouldn't talk to them. Oh, that's as awesome. soon as even Kayla it is like this drop dead gorgeous thing. So it was no, no, it was just hilarious. He had he wanted nothing with us. He he <laughs> saw Kayla was all about that and was hitting left and right on everything. And we're just kind of sitting there twiddling on our thumbs, like, "Okay, what do we do now?" <laughs> freaking hilarious, yeah. And and even with Bert and I. Um, I tend to have a much more blunt approach than Bert does. I just kind of throw it out there. There's no... A lot of times I don't even think about it before I say it. It just comes out. And that doesn't work for everybody. And so there are times that even Bert and I are doing it and he'll be getting a great connection and I've got, like, nothing. So... (laughs) It's an interesting approach. Um, Funny that I say I've got, like, nothing. Because I'll be honest, I have nothing right now. So... um, It looks like Bert's getting some information. So
2: it's uh, yeah it's it's a very emotional connection and that's that's a little bit more difficult because what I'm then trying to do is express in words what emotions I'm feeling Um, and so the first thing that that came forward was just this overwhelming sense of sadness And, and you know there may be sadness on your part or you know you may have gone through the grieving process but but from your grandfather's perspective there was this sadness of having to leave um, he, he saying that it was the right time it was the time I had to go but there was sadness because he felt like there were things that were yet to be finished um, there were people that he had to look over because he was very much a caretaker he needed to care to take care of people um, he did he kept saying he keeps saying the phrase i know who you are like i know who you are like he knows who you like deep inside you know your heart he knows you and he he wants you to bring that out bring that out more and it and it feels like it's actually related to um the career piece just bring out who you are let that shine forward um he was showing me some images of you as a young boy because I was trying to ask for some confirmation um, for you for you to know that this was him. Um, he's not being very clear about that. I'm gonna be perfectly honest. He keeps showing me you, you playing with a toy airplane. And so then of course my ego gets in, in you know, in chat, can go. Well, Eric was just talking about airplanes. Well, and if and, you were in
3: this room, you'd also know yeah. I'm kind of an airplane nerd, and it's full of airplanes. So,
2: so then I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, you know, it, it's probably not that, but but okay, he just keeps going back to a toy. So I don't know if there was a toy that he made for you or a toy that was important that he gave you, but he keeps, yeah, wow, he's persistent about it. He keeps going back to this toy. Does that make? make any sense to you, Jason? The toy part?
1: Um I'm trying to think about a specific toy. I do lot I do have a lot of things that he gave me or that he gave me or that I held on to afterwards. Yeah. But I I don't think it's an airplane. Um I I'm not I'm not sure about a toy. I don't I don't
2: Yeah, and and that's okay. You know and it might come to you later it feels like it's something that was personal to him so i can't tell if he made it or if it was his and he gave it to you um but it feels like you were little when he gave this to you um uh you know four or five five or six so again don't be surprised if you know a week from now you're like oh my gosh it was this um because it might not have been meaningful to you, but it was somehow meaningful to him. Um, because yeah, okay, yeah. I just asked him again: Are you? Are you Max? Are you his grandfather? And he said yes, very clearly. So um, I'm. I'm just asking him if he has one one message for you, other than yeah. He keeps going back to you <laughs> being true to yourself, like just be you just if you follow down that path that'll be important um okay. yep now nope. his energy's starting to pull back now so yeah Are you getting anything eric hey. I-
3: I feel like I'm on an old school landline that's crackly, and I can't make things out. I can feel the energy. I can feel like as bird is saying, and I'm, I'm like feeling confirmation, but I'm not getting anything specific that I can make out. Um, yeah, that, that's that's the fun part with mediumship. It's it's, it's very much never a guarantee and sometimes even when they come through it's not as clear as we'd like it to be do you know Jason has anybody ever that you're aware of anybody in your family tried to connect with him through a medium
1: I do not believe so
3: that's also something that you'll find it's as weird to them as it is to you Um, so even though that yeah they know they can do this sometimes it's a weird process for them so they they come through very quickly and then they come out very quickly um, so, you know my, suggest, my my thought on this is, is what you may see now is you may start to see more signs from him um, more of those type of things more of those thoughts that come into your head that are just completely random because he knows that you're open to it now um, and we often are told that by our clients that that's what they experience um, and then they also tell us this, that after they've done an initial reading it's easier and easier every time they try to connect because
1: that everybody knows what to expect now. Well, I did, um, when you guys first started doing this, I was, in my head, I was pushing with my mind things towards you. Mm -hmm. I was even like mentally in your, your direction. I know you're north of me. So maybe that maybe they all came rushing at you like you mentioned they were all like trying to talk to you at once.
3: yeah, absolutely. I did feel like I said you but I will tell you just in general, you have a fairly large team as, as I call them and to my team is my spirit guides and my angels. Um, you have an angel that's never left your side. your your birth angel or your guardian angel is with you from the day you incarnate and they are with you f- throughout your entire existence on earth. They never leave your side. Um, You've got a ton of other angels that are around you that, um, you know, as you as you look into this transition, you've got angels that are guiding you with that. The thing that's interesting with angels that that I never truly understood until I started working with them, um, angels can't intervene or help you unless they're asked to. Um, There's an exception to that, and that's life or death when it's not your time to go. And that's where you will hear those stories that miraculous, you know, those miraculous things. Um, I totally didn't believe this when I learned this. I was like, that is the biggest bunch of crap I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I was given an assignment that by, and this was actually in that first class we mentioned. I went round and round. I'm like, this is total BS. There is no way. That, that I need to ask for this stuff. They, if they're around me, they're going to help me. So they gave me a task, and what they said is, okay, every time you go somewhere that's got a crowded parking lot, so you're at the mall, you're in Target, you're at Target, you're at Walmart, wherever, you pull into that parking lot, I want you to say, angels, give me rock star parking. I am telling you guys, I never park anywhere but the front row. That is awesome. I, <laughs> The way that this works, I'm like I even, I'm rolling my eyes the whole time. I'm, you know, I'm like this is ridiculous. And sure enough, um, you know, we uh, we used to live in Minneapolis, Mall of America, so the biggest mall in the United States. A couple of years ago, Black Friday, Bert and I got the great idea to go out there. We thought, oh, that'll be fun. <laughs> Every parking level is saying close, close, close. There's nothing. You're seeing people drive around. And as we pull into our level where we always park, I said, Angels give me rock parking. <laughs> Telling you guys we drove up. There is a front row spot that is empty. People are driving by it like it's invisible. <laughs> oh. They're not seeing it, it's not there. I pull right into it and walk my happy butt right into the mall. <laughs> 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 um and it, and it never fails. Like it, it's, it's always worked. I can tell you that since I've started working with angels, like they've never let me down. They don't always give me exactly what I want, but I always have what I need.
0: That's pretty so. cool. That's pretty good stuff. Now, yeah. what would uh, what would some advice from you guys be uh, to to anybody out there that's uh, maybe thinks they have some sort of. Uh, or wants to build up their their psychic abilities in any way. What would what would the first step for somebody somebody like that be?
3: You know, um, I I can't say strongly enough. Take a class. Find a class somewhere, whether it's online, in person. Um, it doesn't matter. Find that class that resonates with you. Because you can read a book, and we can all read a book. I could read a book about how to build an airplane, but it doesn't mean tomorrow that I could go out and and build that airplane. I need to be able to do it. And in a class, you're in a safe environment. You're in a protected environment where you're going to be safe to do those things. Um, And that's really, you know, that's what we did. Um, You know, we, we we read books as well. Don't get me wrong. I think books and. And those type of things have great a great place, but nothing will replace experience. Um, find a practice group. A lot of the metaphysical stores and centers have practice groups that that come in and you know it's just a, a circle of people that are there to have fun, enjoy it, and practice their gifts.
0: That's very good um, stuff. Yeah. Any,
3: any,
2: no, I think the big I, thing is is you know making sure that you having having just people to interact with Mm -hmm. because then you're actually working with energy otherwise you're you're still in your head thinking i'm making this up but when you're actually sitting in front of someone and you're telling them information that you know and and even at first you might be we tell our students all the time you might be 95 percent wrong it doesn't matter. You got to start.
3: Absolutely. You
2: know, it's like playing that you know, "Mary Had a Little Lamb" for the first time. You might get ninety-five percent of the notes wrong, and nobody can tell what song it is. But, but you started. You started the process. Your, 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 your intention is out there, and at some point in time, you'll be able to play it. So, that's the other piece: is not just <laughs> not giving up.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
2: If you're drawn to do it, so.
1: Well, I have to say that I am not necessarily surprised, but you guys definitely hit on some stuff. And it wasn't like, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if like, oh, well, maybe they just pulled this off the internet. That's definitely not what this was. Um, I'm a believer in you guys. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) That is good stuff. It definitely hit on some good stuff and some stuff that's pertinent and going on in my life right now.
2: Very cool. Nice. Well, we always appreciate
1: hearing that. Yeah.
2: And
3: absolutely. um,
1: will have doubt too. <laughs> I am absolutely, and I've already told you guys this, but I am absolutely going to get you uh, VIP access and in, into as part of the conference next year, the, the Kansas okay. City Paranormal Conference. That'll be fun.
0: We'll, yeah. hell, we'll do another show from there.
1: That'll be oh, fun. Yeah, absolutely. That'll be fun. Uh, yeah. why, don't, why don't you guys tell our listeners about your radio show?
3: Yeah. Um so we work in conjunction with there's a, a local magazine based in the Minneapolis area called Edge magazine. That's kind of a spiritual metaphysical thing. Um they have a group of us that are on what they call Edge Talk Radio and it's it's hosted on Blog Talk, very easy to access. So we do a show uh twice a month and I am horrible with dates and whatever they are, so I'll let Bert cover that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we do a show twice a month um you know a lot of times on the shows we also do live readings um or, or we're open to questions things like that um we try to have it on at least one show every month we try to have a special guest so our last show which was just right before Christmas we had uh, Echo Bodine on Echo is a a pretty well-known known psychic. She's done work throughout the world. She's based in Minneapolis and a good friend of ours. So we had her on just kind of talking a little bit about everything. It's kind of a, a freeform show. Sometimes we know what's going to happen before the show. Sometimes we don't. Um, we always have fun and we always try to make sure people walk away with something that they could use right away.
2: Yeah. And so it's the first and the fourth Wednesday of the month at 6 o'clock someday I'll remember that yeah. <laughs> and, and the information is always on our website um, which is just two the number 2 Um, either on our website or on our Facebook page um, we always put information out there too which is a little bit easier if you access it that way because you have the links to the blog talk radio and the phone number to call Um, with questions, those types of things. So, but we like to have an interactive show, um, you know, keep us on our toes, keep our listeners on our toes and whatever, you know, kind of pops up, but we do try to have a theme at least to the show or a special guest.
3: Yeah. Sorry. Our our next show is actually tomorrow night. Um, and we're just going to talk, you know, as the new year opens, we're going to talk about blocks, uh, that we all have and getting through them and kind of looking at the spiritual woo around box, I guess I would say. <laughs>
1: now, can, can people access recordings of your shows? Because our our show will actually not air until Friday, but would they be able to go back and listen to the shows?
3: Yeah, absolutely. They're all archived either on the Walk Talk website or apparently through the magic of iTunes, you can also subscribe to our show. I haven't figured that out yet, I'll be honest, but we have a, a loyal listener that who works Wednesday nights and he listens to our show on iTunes all the time so
2: and it's the same link to listen to the show live um, that we would then use to listen to the recorded show so anytime on you know our Facebook or um, on our webpage you can just always click on that link and it will take you to the show yep. But yep one
3: one tip I just give people because the servers uh, when the show is live tend to be very very slow and it's hard to get in. You can also listen on your phone by calling in on the call in number that's listed. Um, that's the easiest and best way to listen to the show. Is actually through your phone. So
0: yeah, it's very very cool. Uh, Eric and Bert, thank you guys so much for uh, for hanging yeah, out with us you.
2: tonight.
3: Yeah, thank oh, you guys for right. having
2: us.
3: Yeah, I'm always day. I'm always excited. Anything with a Kansas City connection—that's <laughs> where all my family's from. <laughs> so it's it's nice to have that.
0: That'll be very cool, and I'm uh, I'm looking forward to hanging out with you guys over the summer too. It'll be awesome.
3: Absolutely, absolutely nice.
0: All right. Well, you guys take care and have a great night, and we'll talk to you later then.
2: All right. Thanks, thank guys you. All right.
0: Thank you. Well, there you have it, man. Um. What what were your thoughts going in going into that?
1: Going in, okay, going into before, right, right. Like I said, I've I've never had a reading before, so I didn't know exactly what to expect. Um, I gotta say, man, like I, um, I I was worried—not worried, but I was all ready to jump all over anything they might have pulled off of the internet. Sure. Um. But the things that they came up with, they weren't so specific, but they were specific enough that they're not things that I've expressed online yeah, anywhere. Dude, I got I gotta say,
0: man, like I all I know is like when he was talking about like the Native American type background or whatever. I I mean like me i know you're an outdoorsy kind of guy anyway you know what i'm saying but you have this very big connection to just nature in general
1: well yeah and that's kind of thought they were going to pull up at first which they could you know they they know me on facebook so i post sure. all kinds of stuff not just about paranormal on there so i was like it would be pretty easy for them to talk about that I have two passions in my life, two different right. things. But they, they did mention that, but they were more specific than just that. And they didn't actually mention what they were. But in detail, in um, well, I literally just – like I've been – there's a career thing that I've, or a new career that I'm thinking about starting, a new business on my own, and I right. just, well, not only on my own. I just talked with the guy last week. I've been thinking about this for actually for a couple of years, and I just talked with the guy over the weekend about going in on this with me together. Wow! And then I do have some other stuff going on. I do have, um, I do have a potential for a TV show with another person. I mean, I don't know if that goes anywhere, but I do have other things that I and I've been focusing on this year changing what I do. So Right. And you do,
0: man. You got a lot of uh, a lot of things going on. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, in this show, you know, he could be talking right. about this show. You and I could be you know, Say exponential it. growth. We yeah. could. You,
0: what you're saying is we could be not so sucky. Is that what you're saying? I don't think
1: uh, we're sucky. I mean, I don't hold back, Josh. I know, buddy. I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good shit. I love it though. No, I I loved that. I thought that was really cool. I thought um, that Eric and Bert. I thought they were freaking awesome guys. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to uh, to hanging so out with them.
1: Eric and Bert. Um, listening I'm sure they're listening I do want to say that I do I did really enjoy that I do think that you guys were correct in in everything you said except for maybe the stuff about my father Um, but I want to talk with them again so they want to contact me about the healing because I believe there's something that, that may be physically holding back from my potential I gotta tell the, you, the, the doctors haven't been able to figure out
0: wow yeah that's scary stuff right there yeah definitely reach back out to them because i mean shit we didn't even we didn't even touch on the healing aspect of that no. here, did we that was bad bad josh i bad you josh. Know,
1: honestly i'd like to have them on the show again in the future
0: i would love that and speaking of um you know things coming up yeah, you know, I reached out I, I uh I, I went out on a limb today and I reached out to somebody, I'm not going to say who yet. Um, but it's a it's a paranormal uh celebrity, uh author, and I I guarantee you know who this person is. I'll just say that. Um And yeah, she has agreed to be a guest on the ectoplasm show in early February. So I am I'm freaking ecstatic about that. So, it's been a good freaking day, man. Not bad. Not a bad day. (laughs) Got my buddy Jason his first psychic reading. That's amazing. (laughs) It's amazing. I love it. But yeah, if you guys...
1: Apparently, you know... I've I've had other people tell me this, but not so much in so many words. But I'm really curious what they mean. I want to... I'm going to talk to them some more. And I'm really curious what they mean by I'm be the one to bridge the gap. I don't know if they mean, but for individuals or for an overall thing. And I apparently I have all these people floating around me all the time. I find that fascinating. It's it's pretty
0: amazing stuff when you when you hear somebody telling you these things, you know, it really makes you put everything into perspective I know that like it's very weird like hearing things like that you know but now now you're going to be thinking about it buddy (laughs) you're going to be thinking about things like that
1: and even if it's all just not necessarily suggestion but um, even if it's all just suggestion they, they did keep it on positive and it it I don't know maybe their reading will drive me into what I meant to do. Absolutely. I, I, I don't know. Even if even if they... I, I, I don't know. I do have to say, like I said, I I believe that they really picked that stuff up. But even if they were just speaking in generalities in such a way that I didn't pick up on it, which I think that I would personally, but... sure. Maybe the the outcome of what they said I have is going to go there anyways. I, I, I'm trying to explain this, but I'm not sure if I'm getting the point across.
0: No, I, it makes total sense, though. It makes total sense. And honestly, I don't think they were talking in, in, in generals or anything like that because, you know, I'm not going to necessarily say that your your guard was up, but it kind of was at the same time because it's it's only natural, especially for dudes like you and me. You know, we're, we're very open-minded people. However, we're very guarded when it comes to well, these things.
1: you know, honestly, I think part of my reason, I haven't been necessarily, I know that we just talked about early in the episode that everything that the paranormal world is focusing on these days is evil, but I, right. I do think, I don't think it's prolific as, uh, you know, that the field wants you to think, but I do, they are out there. And I've absolutely. come encountered with it one or two, and I think that part of the reason I haven't had a super negative experience is because I'm able to guard myself in
0: that right. way. Right, absolutely. No, it's oh my gosh, it was amazing. That was amazing. One of the best ectoplasm shows we've ever done. There I said it. There I absolutely said it. <laughs> I love it. Now, if you guys. Uh, I, I want to hear you guys thoughts opinions things of that nature uh reach out to us ectoplasm show at gmail.com uh don't at, be afraid at ectoplasm show on Twitter and the ectoplasm show on Facebook yeah don't don't be scaredy cats
1: just, and just, now just, we are on instagram and I, you know oh that's I right. just got and I'm gonna give you shit on this a little bit <laughs> I just got attached to all of these accounts and yeah. the, the the amount of stuff how long accounts. That's quadrupled. Yeah, thank I've you for that. By the way, these
0: I do appreciate the the work you've done. <laughs> like, it it really has because I was like Jesus Christ. I was like, how many posts did you make today, man? I
1: was like, I made one I post this that, morning. Um, on Facebook specifically, it right. tells you how many people see the posts, and <laughs> we are we only have two hundred and. 34 likes right now. Yeah, we don't have a but lot of likes. Some, it's weird. Some of the posts are pushing 200 views, which is really out there for a page because as most people know that have a Facebook page, Facebook pushes those views way down. They don't show right. things. To
0: people. Right. <laughs> you can't see this. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook is like Whoa. And oh my gosh. I push
1: this I, I ask I get I I uh, mentioned this idea to josh and he seemed on board so i'm going to go ahead and mention it yeah do it we would like to find a listener to have on our 100th episode that's right so if, episode if 100 you want to make a video or if you want to comment or message us or email us or send something in a video would be great i'd love to see a video of somebody explaining why they should be on our show i would love that
0: like i'm just saying i would love that so if you guys are interested In being on episode 100 Send us anything A a video uh, Even just an email Whatever Send us something Um, You know Tell us a a story uh, An anecdote (laughs) A joke A limerick I don't care (laughs) Anything (laughs) But it'll be It'll be a lot of fun Like episode 100 I don't know if we'll ever touch um, Maybe we should be hammered
1: how about this? And you shoot it down all you want. Um, don't feel bad for the listeners out there. <laughs> How about we? How about there's a little bit of incentive to try to get the listeners to interact? We give away a premium membership to the person picked to be on the show.
0: I think that is a great idea. Um, I think that's a great idea. That would be... If I, oh, God. Can I do math? What is that? Like a $50, $60 uh, value right there for free? Uh,
1: a year. Yeah.
0: And that would be for an entire year's worth of premium
1: every week of us
0: premium premium content. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I gotta say premium, like a freaking weirdo. But I'm sorry. No, I think think that'll be great. Yeah, I think so. No, I think that's great though. I think that is a great idea. Um, to to do that, give away the premium content for that for that. specific person whoever he or she may be I think it's a good idea I love it but I tell you what we have been I don't even know what the time stamp is right now but I know we, we've hit the hour mark at least I know that so I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap the show for now but honestly Jason what were your final thoughts on tonight's episode
1: best Look episode these ever guys up, send them your money and i believe in them i'm a believer in them so i'm
0: glad to hear you say that i like that i like it i like it a lot my friend good sauce
1: i am not getting paid by them to say that no
0: he's really not in fact we don't get paid diddly anything from from anybody
1: (laughs) i don't but i'm a little suspicious about you up there in iowa what do you
0: mean uh, you're so
1: far away. I can't tell if you're <laughs> you oh yeah. bathing in money. I picture the what the what is that episode the you the, the, the picturesque thing of diving from a dive board into a pool <laughs> full of gold coins.
0: I'm thinking of Scrooge McDuck right now, <laughs> <laughs> like, freaking
1: diving into the money or whatever.
0: Oh, it's good sauce. No, I can assure you. Um. Actually, Jason, do me a favor right now. Describe to the people what you see on your screen right now as you and I are having this conversation, because we can see each other. I, You see, well, I have it. I have it pointed a different direction, but
1: I see a big white crack, <laughs> and it's not even. It's no. It's no. It's um. One side is bigger than the other side. <laughs> no. So what it is is there's
0: wallpaper on my ceiling that is cracked and it is actually being held together by packing, packing tape. Now now tell me how much money I have.
1: <laughs> I, I assume your wife spends it all at the store.
0: No, no. I think I actually spend more than she does.
1: <laughs> I Yeah, I would have to say that I do as well.
0: I got to tell you. Like all this... Uh, radio stuff and yeah music stuff and paranormal stuff it's just it gets pricey man got to get the the big boy toys i guess you know and it's it gets up there please
1: subscribe to our premium membership <laughs> <laughs> and tell your Maybe. friends about us yeah that would be great rate us on iTunes
0: we do need some ratings on iTunes
1: don't we and josh is not sexist that was hilarious. I, I'm pretty sure I, your I'm wife sorry. would kick your ass if you were sexist.
0: Yeah, I don't know like what I said. There was a there's a comment on iTunes though that does say that I'm sexist, but I don't know what exactly that's in reference to. Not that it matters, but
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: it, it was just it left me scratching my head. All
1: right, I'll let you in the show now.
0: <laughs> You're doing what?
1: I said, I'm going to let you in the show now because oh. I seem like I keep dragging it on.
0: No, you're good. But, uh, yeah, um, but yeah, go over to iTunes. Give us a like, download, comment.
1: Like, what do they call that? Rate? <laughs> is that it? It's a review. A review. That would be great. Right now, apparently, we're sitting at five and a half stars. I don't know how. Yeah, I don't but... get that, though. How is it five and a half stars? Because I thought it was on
0: a scale of five.
1: Let's get it up to six. Let's try Maybe it's on 10. At least we're above 500.
0: (laughs) I tell you what, though. You guys have a great freaking weekend, and we will talk to you all very, very soon. Peace out.